Welcome to Hold Up, the podcast where we watch our favorite rom-coms and decide whether they hold up. I'm Carrie Gilbert. I'm Allison Gilbert, and this week we have a very special Fairy Christmas guest for our final 12 Dates of Christmas mini-sode. Hannah Schmidt! Hi! Merry our Christmas! Resident, our resident Christmas and reality TV show expert. You guys, I'm so excited. I've been asking you to be on the pod since week one, episode one. And here you are. Held out for the right thing. It felt only appropriate to have you on for both a reality TV and Christmas-themed episode. If someone wanted to create the perfect TV show for me, (laughs) The 12 Dates of Christmas is literally my dream show. Yeah, it was was pretty perfect for this season, I think. Uh, And this week we watched the last two episodes... So like the final where they all finally take their their chosen person home and then we watch the unwrapped special and then they go on a, a tropical vacation to California. It wasn't that tropical. Weren't they just like in Palm Springs? I think they were or by somewhere. the ocean. OK, maybe we were by the ocean. You're right. Mexico, Hawaii, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and then we watch the unwrapped Christmas special where they all reunite. We watched like two weeks ago and I didn't take notes. In keeping with this, I didn't take notes because I wanted to just enjoy it. And I still remember it all crystal clear. We brought Chad, our newfound love, brought Kate, the woman who raps about her cats, home to meet his family. We learned that um, Kate and his mother are the exact same person. Uh, Faith brought home Anthony to uh, Seattle where we had some pretty... Um, sexist stuff where her father was like, you better treat her right, only to find out that like her father treated on her mother a bunch. And I was like, you're hi- hypocritical. And then Garrett brought everyone home. <laughs> I feel like for the just genuine wholesomeness that this show has accidentally created, Faith's family really stuck out as they thought they were going on The Bachelorette. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like they thought they were on a hometown date and acted as as we expect. And then Chad and Garrett's families were just incredibly lovely. And Garrett's dad was so uncomfortable, they had to stop showing his face. Oh, yeah. Was it his stepdad or his real dad? Maybe real dad isn't a nice way to put it. I think it was his stepdad. Yeah, because he kept talking about, like, his mom as a singular entity, which made me feel like whoever that gentleman was was not his biological father. I just loved that he was like, we're going to need more wine. (laughs) (laughs) I also like, you're so right. I don't think this show set out to be wholesome, but it turned so accidentally wholesome. Like the whole thing with the one of Garrett States, whose name I can't remember, but he was talking about his own relationship with his mother. And then like how Garrett's mother, Aiden, was that it? Steven. Steven. I was on his Instagram this morning. Has he reconciled with his mother? No, not according to Instagram. I sent him a message on Instagram and he responded. Steven or Garrett? Both. Because I I said that like that moment between Steven and Garrett's mother was like one of my favorite moments on this show. It was so genuine. It was so beautiful. You could tell like Steven obviously has still a difficult relationship with his parents and 
it sounds like Garrett's mom has done a lot of work so that she can have a relationship with her child. And it just was like a really genuine moment. And I also think like Stephen was kind of like when we were in the castle and he wasn't there for very long. But when we were in the castle, Stephen was very much like the fun, flamboyant gay. And then we saw kind of like a really genuine side of him when he came home with. Uh, Garrett and yeah. I don't know I just really like that so anyway I sent them both a message saying that that was like one of my favorite moments and they both said that they were really proud of that moment too and it, you're right it's really because like you get the impression that like Garrett's mother was not like a p-flag mom from jump like it seems like mm-hmm. she is from Louisiana and probably struggled a little bit but you're right like has clearly educated herself and done the work and see from what we saw seems very loving and accepting and then to love and accept another child whose own mother won't I mean I am not emotionally stable enough for anything this year but wasn't that (laughs) that's the part that got me when she was just like I'll I can be your mom like if you need a mom you just call me and I was just like (sighs) it was a real Hannah it was a real Brenda moment it really was (laughs) If you brought home some, a bunch of gay friends who were not accepted, Brenda would be like, I'm your mother now. (laughs) Yeah. I have a coworker this year who told me she needed a mom and I gave her my mom's number and I was in a group thread with them and there was like 130 messages one day. Aw. Yeah. To Brenda. Good mom energy. I love that. That's the mom I want to be. Oh, Mom goals. If either of your children are uh, not cis or heterosexual I feel like they'll be very accepted and all their friends will be accepted mm-hmm. I mean Ben's favorite music is Lady Gaga so I think there's a chance <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Carrie texted me this morning and said what's Ben's favorite Lady Gaga song and like the pride I felt that he already had a favorite Lady Gaga song <laughs> he already has a ranking um, I also there's a real we're going to talk about Garrett's hometown which isn't what they're calling them but that's essentially what they are. He had a real uncomfortable moment with Jose where Jose was just basically like, can I kiss you? And Garrett was like, no, no, you can't. And it was, but he thought about it so hard. Well, and come to find out they'd like hooked up like the night before. So like Jose wasn't totally out of left field. No. Yeah. We learned a lot in the, in the unwrapped special, including that several people had been exposed to COVID, <laughs> including Faith and Anthony. And then it looked like they were in the same room, but then okay. they're not. So I looked very closely at this. If you yes. go back and watch, the it looks like they were put in hotel rooms, given mm-hmm. Christmas trees, and then made to decorate them themselves. Like... Anthony's Christmas tree looks like shit. (laughs) The ornaments are terrible. They're like very heavily placed on like the top left hand portion of the tree. It is very, very bad. And if you look at face tree, it's decorated very evenly. It looks very nice and fluffed. But then they also video in someone else. I can't remember who the third person is. It was like the last guy to show up for Garrett. Right, but he has the same tree background as Anthony, which doesn't make any sense. Like, both their trees look shitty? They're the exact same tree. So Zach thinks that they green-screened them in. Mm, that they did, like, a zoom Interesting. Background. 
but then I can't figure out why the tree is decorated so terribly because they've really done a great job all season. <laughs> right? Like if you're going to zoom background it. I also just like it's the most Hannah thing to be like that tree does not have 100 lights per foot. It's not like curated properly. Just do me a favor when we're done recording. Go back and look at this tree because it is decorated atrociously for a Christmas show. I'm like gonna- I could have just tried. And, done well, and, and it was also wild to me that it was like, well, they didn't travel because they'd been exposed to COVID, but maybe they were all in the same place anyway. Like, I was like, what's happening here? Where are it was we? Like, did they get there? And they obviously all had to be tested to like be on that stage together. So like, did they like get tested and they because they didn't say they tested positive. They just said they'd been exposed. So did they like. Who knows? Like, I think maybe their like handler producer tested positive. Mm. Like, maybe they got to LA and then their like main producer that they have the most contact with mm-hmm. te- tested positive, and then those people had to go into quarantine. Was my guess. Gotcha. That, that I can buy. That I mean, I have sense. been keeping up with Face Instagram, and she does not seem to. At least she didn't say she came down with COVID. She seems very healthy. So it seems like everyone made it out of the woods. Yeah. Which is good. Okay. Um, yeah, so back to hometowns. Basically, Chad's just a giant nerd, and so is Kate, and he brought her home to his nerd family, and they were all lovely. And it's kind of boring, because you're like, oh, you're just, like, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to Mexico or California or Hawaii. No one's quite sure. And Chad proposes to Kate, which I think furthers Carrie's belief that their relationship was deeper in the castle than we were allowed to see. I agree. I that Him picking her just in general, I was shocked about. See, I like sort of suspected he would pick her, but I was, I, it's not like how I believed that Faith was picking Anthony. Like we had a little, we were a little bit left on edge. But then he fully proposed and Anthony was like, I don't know. Anthony brought up like the realistic point of like, I don't know if we're ready to move in together after just having dated this many weeks in a Christmas castle. But it's also like, but you're on a reality show. So now you need to move in together. Were either of you able to figure out how much time was between the hometown portion and like, I'm going to call it fantasy suites? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But I think it was fairly quick. Because it really seemed, I just rewatched it this morning. It really seemed like Anthony talked himself out of his feelings for Faith. Yeah. Like he yeah. went home and he talked to his friends or his family and they convinced him he couldn't possibly be falling in love with this person. And like he overthought it and self-sabotaged. But also like would they have allowed him time to do that? Like – Especially since we know they filmed this in like February and March. So they like this. They had to be done by March 13th. Like they had to be back unless they I guess like theoretically they could have ended mid-March and been like we're going to fly you back. But also the world's shut down. (laughs) Like. I don't know. You're right. Like either someone talked him out of it or he got in his own head or Faith's dad got like. Faith's family had a weird vibe and so I wonder and again like I do think that this felt even more heavily edited than The Bachelor does sometimes because 
there were three leads, so I think lots of things got cut way down. But there was kind of like a weird vibe with Faith's family, and so I don't know if like that affected what was going on with Anthony in Mexico, Hawaii, wherever the hell we were. Mexico-Hawaii. Exactly. Hawaii-Exco. No. Yeah, it just seemed like whatever amount of time they had, Anthony really talked himself out of it, and Faith had fully committed to, like, I'm moving to New York. Right. And it was just a really bizarre change from where they were. Yeah, it's like he got so caught up. Maybe Anthony's just a real Christmas romantic, and he got swept up in the romance of the Christmas (laughs) castle. And then in the cold, hard world, he was like, oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Maybe he's just practical. He also, I mean, there continued to seem to be that dynamic between them in the reunion episode where she seems more fully committed than he does. And then I love that we have a camera in the bathroom so that we can see the women and the gay men discussing um, what went on between Faith and Anthony. Best touch on a reality show I've ever seen. Um, It's like... It's like when Real Housewives figured out that during the reunions you needed to have you needed to have cameras on them at all times because they're going to talk about shit when they're on breaks. It, that was this. This was them being like, "Why does the Bachelor never have cameras? Like, you, I want cameras on them at all times. Or you're missing good shit. Don't ever a producer on them at all times." I wonder how long they filmed the unwraps unwrapped part of it. Because for The Bachelor, those portions are usually like eight hours long. Yeah, same with Housewives. Like they they film the reunions for like, it's like they're like 12 to 16 hour days. It's like 12 to 16 hour days of just like reliving. you like f- either fights you had, like petty fights you had all the way up to like pure emotional trauma. <laughs> it's fun. I'm glad they do that for our benefit. <laughs> I also think Shangela really is giving Andy Cohen a run for uh, his money. Like, what a host. What a reunion host. I she did not pull back in terms of asking follow-up questions. No, and I like both it. Anthony and Faith were trying to be like, we're figuring it out, blah, blah, blah. And she like got Faith to be like, we're going to figure this out one day. And Anthony being like, no, we're not together. <laughs> We're single, but we love each other. We're single, but we love each other. I applaud Faith's emotional vulnerability. And I want to be like her. I truly, like, again, I don't know if the show, like, how, like, lucky they got or whatever. Or just, like, if it was, they really figured out that these people were so likable. But the three leads, you feel like at least one of them should suck. And they're all so likable. And it, like, I enjoy, I don't want any more villain than we got. I did enjoy that they, like, tried to villain edit some people and it just didn't work out. Like, you could tell that they tried and just, they were just too nice. They just all liked each other too much. They were just like, no, we're all, like, friends. We all, except for that one Chelsea girl, who even at the reunion was, like, like, sort of seemed more in on the joke than Mm -hmm. she had been in the beginning. Um, but yeah, it was sort of like, no, everyone's just enjoying each other, enjoying each other's company and having fun. And we're watching Chad and Kate fall in love, which P.S. Carrie, they do live in Chicago. They live in Old Town. They just got an apartment. I found out on it. Yeah. 
It looks like they're still together. If when this is over, they, I think, went back to his family for this Christmas. So, like, you know, traveling in a pandemic is one thing, but no judgment. Maybe you were very safe about it. If you want some Chicago friends, when this is all over, we're here. Mm -hmm. I would love to be friends with Kate and have her write a rap about my cat. (laughs) That's a good, like, side hustle. She can sell those on, like, Etsy. Personalized cat wraps. She is the exact type of woman who would sell personalized cat wraps on Etsy. And you're the exact type of woman who would buy one. Correct. Uh Uh-huh. That's absolutely correct. Kate, if you're listening, we got a business. I got a business idea. What did you guys think about them, including Garrett, at those like tropical dates? I, I loved it. I loved that his job was to be like nosy and get them to talk about shit. And I loved that Faith was like, it's just like not his business. And it's like, yeah, but that's the point. First of all, I would have been bummed <laughs> for him and for us if he didn't like get a tropical vacation just because he chose to stay single. Like, you were allowed to take a solo travel vacation. Also, the cutaways to him, like them fighting or discussing their relationship issues. And then you'd cut away to him like in the bath or lounging. It was like, yes, I want it. He deserves a solo vacation of peace. <laughs> and then I think it was helpful to basically have him like become the Chris Harrison <laughs> and like get them to talk about their feelings because you sort of need it. Like, would they have been talking about it so openly? I guess like producers would have figured out a different way to manipulate that. But he just like I think he has a future in Chris Harrisoning. I think he did more work in that episode than Chris Harrison has done in the last four seasons. That's yes, 100%. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Oh, I was going to say Chris Harrison had to put in more work this season because he had to like actually like quarantine with the rest of the cast and crew. He had to like stay on the so they like actually made him do things. Um, and I was like, this is more we've seen of Chris Harrison than in, in the past five years. Didn't he leave at some point? So, spoiler alert, didn't finish this season. But didn't he leave at some point? Cause yeah, he had, he had to take his son to college. And then I think he was putting in the work because he saw JoJo coming for his job. Was she good? Did mm-hmm. she do well? Huh. Is it time to recast? <laughs> Is it time to recast Chris Harrison? And should Garrett be in the running? Or do we have to pick someone already from Bachelor Nation? I think he might be a little too edgy for Bachelor Nation. I think that might be true. Also, like, do we really want, like, the first gay person in Bachelor Nation to just be, like, give me give me some gay Bachelor before just, like, the host? True. Right. I liked this more than I've ever enjoyed The Bachelor. It had a very uh, kind of Love Island feel in the way mm-hmm. that, like, everybody kind of inner dates and genuinely cares for each other and likes each other even if they're not dating each other or even if it doesn't work out it just had a really lovely friend vibe to it yeah like yeah i maybe we're maybe i'm just being manipulated by tv but i'm like those people left all friends like is garrett's gonna officiate chad and kate's wedding They're all going to hang out all the time. Steven will call Garrett's mom when he needs a mom. (laughs) (laughs) Did you all do a deep dive on some of these people's Instagrams? I'm still following the main three. And then I did a deep dive on a few other ones. So I don't remember her name, but the one that was the Chad's first date. Oh, the like Mm. blonde one. Yeah. Was her name also something Christmassy? And it was like her, the one that like then 
was with the French guy. Yeah. That one. There's a picture of her with all of Garrett's dates in like a hotel bathroom. It looks like they were just hanging out when they filmed the reunion special. And I really love that for them. Well, and then at the end of it, you see them all like hug and kiss each other and like get drinks. And I was like, A, they're all friends. And B, what a fun excuse to be able to have like a real party because you've all been quarantined and tested. And I got so jealous. I was like, I'm so mad that these reality TV show people get to drink and have a party because production has tested everyone seven times over. And how mad would you be if you were Faith and you were just like watching them all get to hang out together? I thought that. I was like, if I had to be one of these people that is like zoomed in, I'd be so pissed. Yeah. Well, especially if you flew all the way there, got exposed by someone on production, and then you're like already risked yourself by flying to wherever they were. And then you're right. stuck in the hotel for yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It would blow. But I did. I had the same. Like, I think they really did. It seemed like, and again, maybe I'm just being, maybe I'm just a sucker. But it seemed like they really did, like, all hang out and have a party after that reunion. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I like, The reunion had, like, a funness i feel like these reunions always don't have like they talked about real they talked about like issues that arose but it also was just like them like joking around with each other it wasn't like heavy there's nothing about the show that was like heavy which i liked yes this show this show overall had a real like joy and lightness um like you said the the villain edits were very minimal the competitiveness was very minimal there wasn't a lot of like I mean we got a little bit of Anthony and Faith trying to figure out if they were gonna what they were gonna do but there wasn't a lot of like emotional hand-wringing about like what are we and what are we doing and who am I gonna choose and and so it just felt like you could just sort of like revel in the Christmasness of it and it felt like Anthony's and Faith's issues felt very, like, real and that they're like, oh, we are from two different cities, but we've met and either fallen in deep like or love. And now we have to figure out, like, and this isn't magical. We now have to, like, figure out the logistics of that. And that's frustrating. There was a weird yeah. comment from one of there was a weird comment from one of the white guys who Faith dated who like never really had a chance where he was like it just feels like she had the specific want and me and these two other guys weren't it and it was like you're just trying not to say she only likes black guys which like maybe faith is more attracted to black men than white men i don't know but it's also like maybe they were just nicer guys you seemed weird and boring and financy like anthony was fun they didn't seem like they brought a whole lot of personality to the table. And there was just no. this moment of like, don't be that white guy who on TV is mad that a girl won't date you. So it's like, well, I guess she only dates black guys. It's like, now you just, now, before when I just thought you were boring, now you seem a little icky and I don't like it. Yeah. Sir. I Did y'all notice that uh, Chelsea was real cozied up with one of the other guys at the reunion? Yes. Which other guy? I do not know his name. He was not there very long. One of Faith's guys. I, I mean, here. her white guys were all very interchangeable. I don't remember That's which true. one. It wasn't the one that skied. It was one of the other ones. The one that skied was the one who was like, you only like black guys, but he mm-hmm. didn't say it that overtly. But they were very cozied up in like yes. the back corner of that set. I fully would buy that some hookups went down 
after that reunion special, either between like Chad's uh, girls and Faith's rejected guys or between the gay guys. Like it has to have happened. Well, it's the only good hookup you're going to get during COVID. True. There's your opportunity. If I if I was one of Chad's rejected women, I you're absolutely right. I would have been like, we've all been tested. Which one of you wants to make out with me? <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> oh, I wish that up for all of them. I hope they all got to hook up. I suspect that some of these people have continued to hook up during COVID. I do too. Just based on not maybe so much their Instagram presence, but like generally like the Instagram influencer presence. I feel like they're just living their lives. I told Jeff today, like when this is finally over and we can like start being around each other again, the first Instagram influencer that like posts something like we waited so long for this and I know full well, they've just been living their life this whole time. I'm going to be fucking pissed. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something like you were talking about hooking up and then you're like, Jeff and I, the first thing, as soon as this is over, I thought you were going to reveal something personal about your post-COVID plans. <laughs> no. Like, okay. I mean, that respect, Just... but we're keeping it wholesome here, Care. No, my irrational anger toward people who have just been like, you know, traveling and partying and on yachts and like whatever. It's like uh, the bachelor people who just got COVID and they're like, we just, we, we were quarantining and had someone over. It's like, that's, then you weren't quarantining. Well, but also like, turns out like they had a dinner party with like eight other people a week ago. Oh, really? Yeah, and they didn't put it on their Instagram, but the sh- private chef they had into their home to make them and eight friends sushi put it on his Instagram. Oh, <laughs> influencers are, can be stupid. I just love that people think it's not going to get out. Well, and that's the other thing. It's like, and influences are different because your life is on Instagram. And obviously, if you hire a private chef, they're going to put it on their Instagram for for like promotional purposes but the thing that gets me is like like normies like us like non-influencers doing things and putting it on instagram it's like it's one thing to like go to or have a party but it's quite another to in the middle of a pandemic post about you like you didn't have to post about your traveling <laughs> right <laughs> you aren't anyone no one would have known if you just hadn't posted about the vacation you took i've seen so many people like post their vacations and been like you didn't need to do that it's there's a pandemic <laughs> <laughs> um but that being said i was very glad that all these people got to go to la and make out with each other yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm glad that we got to watch them in a Christmas castle. I'm genuinely sad this is over. There's a season two. I mean, obviously not till next Christmas, but there is going to be a season two. I mean, I'm sure there is, but it's also like, will Garrett, Faith, and Chad be there? Because... <laughs> I mean, I have a real logistical question about season two, because as Americans, we aren't allowed anywhere. There's like... I think we can go to Mozambique and Turkey (laughs) are the only two countries that will take you right now if you have an American passport. So the EU is not going to let them go to Austria and use this castle again. I think they're... So what's the plan? We don't have castles in America. A number one, the neighborhood Carrie and I grew up in sure does have a castle, but it's um, much smaller and it's used as a church and a Christmas tree farm. So I don't think it would be the same effect. But how funny would it be, Carrie, if the the Christmas castle they had to use was the Beverly Castle? (laughs) 
They could use that castle in Kentucky where um, those two. Uh, Jackson Brittany. Jackson Brittany got married. The Kentucky yeah. castle. Uh, what show are they? It's Vanderpump Rules. They're not on it anymore. Vanderpump, they got fired it. because they're hardcore bad people. Tag them in this. I don't care. They're bad people. Um, <laughs> I also think, and this is like based on like Roxanne Gay and her wife recently went to Iceland for some sort of like work. Like there was something work related. So they, and maybe this was early, maybe this, but I feel like there are some exceptions to the travel. Now, I don't know if the EU, Roxanne Gay is obviously like a very respected writer and the EU probably would be more willing to make an exception for someone like that than a bunch of idiots trying to hook up but you never know (laughs) (laughs) um so maybe there's an exception or maybe they're gonna do it at the kentucky castle or the beverly castle which inside isn't glamorous it looks like an old church i just want to know yeah it'll be interesting to see what next season looks like i wonder if their budget's going to be bigger and their decor is going to be even more beautiful what like the what will the what will the pajamas be? Oh, the pajamas were great. Faith said on her Instagram that she was getting like bombarded with where she got her pajamas, and then like we posted our last episode, and some woman was like, "Faith, where are your pajamas from?" And Carrie had to be like, the, "We're not Faith," <laughs> who then popped over to our Instagram to be like, "It's ASOS." <laughs> uh, Chad and Kate put up that HBO sent them cat Christmas sweaters. Did you see those? It's like a bunch of cats with tiny little Santa hats on. And it said, thanks, HBO, so for the sweaters. So cute. So weird. Oh. And there was an Instagram of him, like, getting along with her cats. It's just, you know what? You know what? You know why I love her? She's the hero cat ladies need. She's, like, super hot, a big old nerd, loves her cats. And she found her a fellow hot nerd to love her cats with her. And I just... I, ju- I just, I'm so happy for them. <laughs> I hope HBO televises their wedding. Maybe it'll be Ooh, next year. Don't they the do castle. that on Bachelor in Paradise sometimes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't they do that with the couple that's now breaking up? Wasn't Evan yes. and Carly's wedding on Paradise? Oh, yeah. Evan and Carly oh, they're breaking, breaking up? up? Oh, that's sad. They have so many babies. I'm not actually sure that any of the weddings in Paradise have lasted. Aren't Jade and Tanner still together? Yeah, like couples in Paradise have lasted, but I don't think any of the weddings that like they d- the then like brought weddings. back to Paradise. Yeah, Jade and Tanner are together because they're aren't don't they also commit crimes together? Aren't they also allegedly don't didn't they also embezzle or something? Like they have to stay together for that. Allegedly, no, allegedly, Allison, allegedly, you're gonna get a sued. They, Allison, listen to your <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> No, they like did something on like online betting that I don't actually think is illegal. It's just like frowned upon. All right. I'm still not convinced they're more than one person. Jane and Tanner. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, any last thoughts about 12 Dates of Christmas? It was lovely and idyllic, and I cannot yeah, I wait. Loved it. I feel for like next people year. think, and a, I'm a, I feel like people think that we were paid by HBO to do this minisodes, which a thank you for thinking that we are that prominent to the podcasters, but also like we're not. We legitimately just loved it. This has not been a three part ad. No, I wish, I wish this was Spawn.
Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I would absolutely 100% do it. I have recorded... I watched the movie we were doing. I watched the last movie we did while eating Magic Spoon, and then I ate Magic Spoon between recordings this morning and thought, why isn't Magic Spoon sponsoring me and constantly <laughs> eating it? Um, but also, like, I would 100% take... I will watch any show you want and gush over it for money, but we're gushing over this one for free. It's true. We loved it. I might watch it in July when I get sad it's not Christmas. I support that. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks Our for having Christmas me, guys. reality show elf. <laughs> you can't you guys can't see this because it's a podcast, but Hannah's wearing like a Christmas crown with lights and tinsel and it's fantastic. And, and she Christmas has slippers. <laughs> also and Christmas, slippers Christmas slippers. Yeah. With I'm magic I'm gonna put it I took a picture of it and I'm gonna put it on Instagram when this episode comes out and I'm going to find the Christmas tree decoration in the Zoom backgrounds behind them and put that on Instagram. Yes. So you'll all, you'll be able to see all of the Christmas. Um yeah. Happy holidays. I mean they're over by the time you're listening to this, but I hope your 2021 is off to a much better start than any part of 2020 went. Unless you yes. had a good 2020 in which case keep it to yourself. No one wants to hear about it. Oh, you can find us on Instagram at hold underscore up underscore pod and on and on Twitter at hold underscore up underscore podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Thank you so much. Thank you, Hannah. Merry Christmas. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Bye.